What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. All right, Devin, what do you got for us today? You never know what worse luck your bad luck has saved you from. Mm-hmm. Okay. You never know what worse luck your bad luck has saved you from. That's right. I like that. Yeah, it's right. It can always get worse. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, something happens and you th- you think you're like all pissed off and things are shitty and but you know, who knows what else could have happened, you know? Like you said if like uh, you know, just inconveniences. Like you try to leave home and something happens, you got to go back and you never know what what worst could happen. Yeah. Or you try to leave home <laughs> and uh someone's gator hits you. <laughs> <laughs> An old man drives into you with a gator. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I uh that sounds crazy. <laughs> I, I I was going over to shoot with Dustin and we were planning on that being our last day. Even though I don't think it would have been. Or would it? Uh it's yeah, no, it yeah, was we only, evening. Yeah. Yeah. It last been, yeah. last day of like a five or six day shoot. And I had um my daughter with me and we we're heading over and Dustin's wife Nicole was gonna watch her and we were gonna wrap up the video and uh I got about a mile away from my house and uh, just driving down a normal road, and I see an orange flash. <laughs> um, and the orange flash. The orange flash, and then wham! The whole uh, my the, the jeep gets hit, and I I I say some words. May my daughter is perfectly quiet, but I say some curses, <laughs> and, I, and I I look back, and I see the. Uh, What's the brand? Uh, not Kubota. What's the? Uh, uh, um, the you know the track the yeah. orange. Yeah, is it is it a like a side by side or a four wheeler or a gator? Like I guess side well, by side is like side, is like yeah. a, a mini car basically. You know, like, yeah, with the whole roll cage and everything usually. Yeah, I think it's Kubota or Kubota, whatever that um, okay. company is. Mm-hmm. A Kawasaki company. or yeah, oh, yeah but yeah. It, it's a side by side with a plow on it, and this guy had. What he says happened. Now, either he, it was his driveway on a hill. Right. He's a he's a a really old guy, and he says that he just his brakes weren't working well. So it's either that, or he didn't look, you know, both ways and just pulled out. <laughs> and then his plow ran and sliced a whole line right through the whole side of my car. Jeez. <laughs> so what what side do you have Maeve on in the back? Your daughter is she on the driver's side or the passenger side? Passenger side. <clears throat> she, was, she was on that side too. She was on that side, and her her door was ripped open, or at least the, not all the way to the air. But you know the 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 aluminum on the side was 
or steel. Yeah, I don't right. know what's on the door panels, but yeah. Uh, man, that's crazy. So, so that was interesting. I turn around and um, I, we're, we're still working out insurance and stuff, so I won't say too much. But uh, right, he was nice. You know, I mean, I was really pretty angry at first. I think that's <laughs> yeah. that's just the mode of what hit me. Oh, that thing hit me. Why did right. it hit me? Is my baby okay? Like all that kind of hits you at once. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I kind of, I turned around and pulled up, and he kind of drove in the road towards me, and I stopped. And I like raised up my hands, like what the hell? And he just kind of did the same thing and looked very sorry. So immediately I kind of pulled <laughs> me down. You know, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then you put yourself in their shoes. I've done it before. You're like, oh. yeah, you, you want to be angry, but <clears throat> yeah. So obviously he he didn't do it on purpose, and. And uh, it it is what it is. I mean, he's an older guy. He he, he had a walker in the back of his <laughs> just side by side. side. You know, right. I was like, oh my god. I was like, are you okay? Like, yeah. And then we and said, yeah, you know, I like. So we go back to your quote. It's works both ways, right? So who knows what would have happened? What other misfortune may have happened to you down the road if that mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened, right? But also, like his that accident that he did, you know, like that the way that he hit you on the side probably saved his life. If it would have come out, you know, two seconds earlier, you would just plow straight into him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. E- it's either if he came a little bit sooner, right. I would have plowed into him or I would have seen him. Right. And tried to swerve. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then, then, you know, with that, you're, you're going, whatever. I, it's a back road. I think I was going the speed limit, but you know, you're going over 30 miles per hour. So, Right. You swerve and who knows what happens. You roll and. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought, yeah, I thought a little bit of that, too. I was like, man, if, if I would have. Those things have no protection. I would have I killed him. I would have smashed right into him. Right. So, really, if you're going to get pulled. If you're going to pull out in your little side by side and hit a car. Just slicing through the side is like the the best <laughs> outcome for that shitty situation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, then it it left you with a car that was still running. Like, you could get it home. You didn't have Mm -hmm. to, like, Mm -hmm. stop. And, you know, with your daughter there, your infant daughter in the car, you didn't have to wait around. Other than, you know, to get the police support, whatever, you know, what else. But Yeah, yeah. So we we did that, and and we're still working it out. So we'll see. I might might be a lot more pissed next week if things don't get worked out. But (laughs) for now, I'm not going to use that vehicle and – Right. <laughs> who know? Who knows what happened? I mean, all the side panels. It's gonna all either have to be replaced, or, or you never know what an insurance company is gonna be. And since he doesn't have his tractor insured, we're like maybe going through homeowners. It's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It should be it. It should be homeowners. It should be, um, it should be covered by that, right? Because it's it's like a a a property implement, something being used on the property. So that's covered by homeowner's insurance and depending on how it is you know like it it should be that whatever you know whatever damage is done to your vehicle right they they take a look at it they figure out how much it is it's gonna whether it's being totaled or not and then they'll put the claim in and i mean that's you know it's him hitting you on the side that's obviously his fault so you didn't have to necessarily worry about that you know so it should it should work out fine it should yeah We'll see. Like you said, we'll we'll know next week. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like I said, it was a, a, it's a, could have been a lot worse. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Um, I think you know this. Like going back to your quote again, 
<clears throat> there's always something, right? It's always something that could happen, always something that's happening to someone else. Everything is, it's like the butterfly effect. One thing happens, it affects something else, something else, something else. So in your reaction, that also you know goes back to your reaction. You stopped out of the car, you were all pissed off, you know, you looked at him, you saw his face that he was obviously scared and sorry and it cools right. you down like all that if everyone had that perspective of like what what is happening and how it can affect what else is going to happen one way either positively or negatively mm. you know then and we all kind of thought about that before we acted <laughs> 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 yeah. you know he might might actually take a step take a breath and take a break before you you know react on something so i think that's uh probably a pretty good perspective in life and i feel like I, I am I don't feel like I know that I'm a very very relaxed person very laid back very easygoing like mm. super low stress and all that is because I have a pers- like an open perspective on things around me I'm always considering you know how other people are feeling what their perspective is I'm always putting myself in other people's shoes and then trying to assess a situation and and you know and then just go from there so like if I have a deadline at at school like I have to have something turned in that's going to take me a bunch of time and I'm stressed out about it and you know my my boss or whatever the principal asked me to do something else like there you know he's not just doing it to piss someone off he's doing it because he he's being asked to do something or you know he has deadlines to to meet you know so it's all just a chain of command everyone everyone is just working to make sure that they they can get everything done and uh ideally and i think you know i think we both believe this but i think you know most people are good people yeah, the majority of the people in the world are good. They have good intentions. So if you can kind of assume that about people, then it, uh, at least for me, I know that's made my life a lot easier to live, a lot less, a lot stre- more stress free, stress free, stress fee, stress. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's uh, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt until they prove you wrong, and then you uh, go yeah. ahead and act appropriately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that we're gonna do it? Huh. All right. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's what it is. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that was, uh, but uh, yeah, that was you, you were coming over to film <clears throat> the last day of the uh, the Post-Vice restoration video. It's funny, we were going to do it on Saturday, um, and then through other circumstances, we decided to wait till Sunday, and I was I was all ready on Saturday to do it, or I was, yeah, I was getting ready on Saturday. And then we decided not to do it. So I had like the shop set up, the forge set up because we, we needed to forge out the spring, the uh, you know the actual spring that goes in between the jaws and the post vise. Had that ready to go. Everything's ready. And then um, and then Sunday we we're gonna record. So I'm like I'm itching. You know I'm already one day out of at forging. So I'm like excited to be <laughs> forging and doing some blacksmithing. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. So then Sunday, you know it's funny. So maybe five minutes or so after. Um, after you said you would be to my place, which usually pretty, pretty much on time, maybe, maybe it was 10 minutes or so, you know, 10 minutes after. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's a little bit more than you. You're usually early or pretty much right on time. Um, and if you're not, you let me know. Right. So it was like 10 minutes after. And I just, I just sent you a text being like, you know, on your way or you must hear something like that. Um, and then you didn't respond right away. And and who knows how long it took my mind to start assuming the worst. Right. I, <laughs> I did like as a as a human and as a father. Like I literally thought in my head, like I wonder if something happened to him the way here, like when right. he had an accident or something. You know, I just couldn't help it. Well, you and weren't then, wrong. Sure, <laughs> and then you called me like, <laughs> maybe three or four minutes later, 
let me know what happened. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I think as, as humans and as parents and, you know, our minds go to the, uh, the worst situation that it could possibly be when you don't know. Right. And then as soon as you know, then it's like, okay, it's fine. (laughs) You got me worried all night. (laughs) Let me know what's going to be dead somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's a reason yeah. why parents say that stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually, we were waiting for the police officer to come and, and do a report. And uh, my my buddy guy kept texting me, so I just called him up and said, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. call you back later. I just got, I got hit by a gator. He said, you got bit by a gator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you know, one of those gator things, like you know, four by four, side by side. Yeah, they're kind of hard to explain. They're, they're, yeah, right. they're new-ish, yeah. you know. Um, so <laughs> bit, bit by, a, by gator. a gator. You can't leave me oh, hanging man. like that. <laughs> I'll call you later. I got bit by a gator. Click. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what a what a mess. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, it, it was wor- it was good to yeah. We it worked out. You came over. I guess it was just Monday, right? And then we did it Monday evening. Came over a little early, earlier than normal, because usually I get to work. Anytime between like three and four or five, so usually you're coming over around five thirty or so, five five thirty. <clears throat> but hey, you came over a little early. It was nice. We got everything forged and put back together and cleaned up and shot the outro and everything. And uh, I came upstairs and my wife was making dinner. She was like, "Oh, I just let you were coming up for a break. I didn't realize you were done." I'm like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, when we started, like when we started like three, it, it yeah. was great. <laughs> Yeah, we're it's, like we're daydreaming, like oh, this would be nice. Future, you know, we have enough enough subscribers, we can make enough videos, and just be able to do this. <laughs> like have a place where we go to work nine to five each day, just to right. film. Like ah, oh, the dream, <laughs> right? The maker dream, making videos, Maybe making one stuff. Day. <clears throat> yeah. Oh man, just I don't. Not that this is, has anything really to do with the maker dream, but it just popped into my head, and so I want to talk about it. Um, Nicole sent me. <clears throat> a message today and said you should put this on the list of things to make on the channel and it's a, a floating dock made out of like rain barrels or you know water barrels the big blue water barrels oh, that's a good where idea where would you put it and really oh, on, the, on the pond in the pond yeah yeah <laughs> just like oh, you know she cool. just wants a cool like floating dock to put on the pond i was like that should be kind of cool you know maybe i could put wheels on it you know like heavy casters on all four corners so that way we could maybe maybe bigger i don't know maybe i can get some kind of off-road casters ones with maybe six inch wheels or something um to be able to move yeah. it in and out of the pond you know because it's our it's our neighbor's pond and you know he's more than happy to let us swim there often but we don't want to be like uh you know making <coughs> like a, a infrastructure raft. in his pond yeah right yeah. <laughs> leaving it in there permanently but i was like that's, that's that's a really good idea so that'd be a fun fun thing to maybe try this summer it might be kind of cool maybe think, raise you know, she said raise thing one. you know she found I was going to say raise one side up yeah. a little bit. Have one side that's like right, you four do feet high that you can just kind of climb. Like you don't need a ladder where you can kind of get your legs stuck in it, but just have one side up a little bit right. higher. And then they can, you know, yeah. you can jump off yeah, that. Yeah, have, have a. Right, exactly. Yeah, I like that idea. Four feet up. Maybe it's, you know, approximately two feet out of the water, the whole thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that, mm-hmm. that other side is twice as high. Yeah. So, so you, you can get either, a little bit of height, height jump yeah, off. Yeah, you could either sit on it. <clears throat> Like it's a, it's like it becomes a little stu- you know a little a seat there yeah a step or you can jump yeah. up and and you have a few feet to jump up me and make it fun yeah, <clears throat> yeah um, cool. I was and I think it would make a good video and you know potentially something that uh 
might get a lot of views. We'll see. S- speaking <laughs> of uh, a good video idea, I was actually talking to my wife today. Uh, I, I haven't asked you, so this is fresh. Uh, I'll get you to do it by asking oh, here okay. on, on podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because all, everyone's listening live, and they're going to hold me accountable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's got to do it. No, I, I want to make a um, a uh, uh, a toy chest for, for my daughter, for Maeve. Oh, nice. Yeah, right on. So I thought maybe we could do that, and we cool. could, like... Uh, I mean, obviously, you can just get plywood or cabinet wood and, and, and get your little jig and, and make those and do it easy, but I thought it'd be cool because we we're thinking... Because we were discussing that her grandfather had made one, and, of course, the lid was, like, 20 pounds, and it would just slam <laughs> down, you know? So they were always afraid of it. Oh, yeah, right. So I was thinking, what could I do for some safety? And then I was thinking, what wouldn't it be great if... Some type of, um, uh, you know, uh, piston or spring where you push it down to close it, you know, click, yeah. it locks in, and then you just yeah. push a yeah. button for it to open. So ah, then, the, then right. the spring, yeah. the spring bounces so, back up. Yeah. So the danger, well, that's it, a good idea. Yeah. you know what I mean? So it's kind of cool for a kid. It's like this magical box that you push and it yeah, like pops open sh- or it goes slowly open and you know you have all your toys in it and then it will never close on your fingers cuz you'll have to actively give it a little pressure to push it down and click it into place right it would just stay up with the pressure of the mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. the piston no yeah mm-hmm. i like that so yeah that's uh, that's cool that's a good idea Maybe. have to look into that that piece of hardware because right i having I something know that will th- there's yeah, got to be something like open. that yeah yeah. Anybody listening, you send us a message on uh, Instagram or through email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know if you know anything about this. Like, obviously, it it you know it makes sense. It, it kind of you can imagine it exists, right? You hit a button, it opens all the way up slowly. Now, whether that's like an actual mechanical thing with a motor that opens it, or if that's just a, like a compressed you know gas piston or something. Right, that, right. Like like you get you, for that, like a screen a door or something. <clears throat> yeah, right. Or even it's just a something with a spring in it but a a fairly weak spring or like a a, a long throw spring right or so you could have like, or you could have a spring with the kind of door piston you know that that gives you resistance so the spring right. pushes against the piston and it slowly pushes it back out until it gets to its max you know right huh. that's cool i like it i like that, that idea you know doing a a magic a kid's yeah. making a a, a a self-opening toy box or something, you know? A, a switchblade toy box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe add, like, yeah. a secret drawer to the back or something. Just any, something, something cool. Yeah, right on. Yeah, or cool. or you have a uh, a false bottom. Right. Yep. And be able to lift it up and have a couple more spots. Yeah. I like that. That's anyway. a cool idea. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that. <clears throat> Yeah, that's cool. Um, hmm, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking about it now. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, right, and the, then you, uh, you just make yeah. a nice, you know, you do some. Um, I was either if if it's if we just get cheapish wood, then we'll just paint it all a nice color. Right. Yeah. A pretty basic plain color toy, but whatever it could be white or red or something. You know, something that I you know you could, I could pass on forward. Right. Uh, if it's if it's yeah. nicer wood, but I figured if we're adding extra magic, quote unquote, magic things like a, a thing right. and a false thing yeah. and a little drawer, 
that's the cool part, not like right. the nice wood or the planks that it's made of. We just kind of get plywood, get nice sturdy wood, but then, um, yeah, yeah, we could get some get some like nice ply, you know, and then do some edge banding or whatever, you know, where yeah. where you can see the edges and stuff. Yeah, that would be right. cool. Yeah. Or just have it have it all kind of uh, mitered in the corners so it reaches. Right. Mm, yeah, there's a really cool. Um, I haven't I haven't seen it around. For a while, but there's a specific router bit that, um, I guess maybe it was a router bit. I'm trying to think how it was. There was basically a bit that would cut a certain shape out of a piece of plywood, leaving just the like last maybe 30 seconds of an inch with not being cut. And then it, mm. you were able to fold the wood and it would make a mitered corner. You know, it was like, it was pretty crazy. So you'd be able to like, I, I'm trying to remember where that was, but I don't know. That was pretty cool. I, I just remember seeing that, you know, almost like one of those hokey things that you see and it's like, oh, this is blah, blah, blah. But then once I saw it and I was like, oh, that actually works pretty well. I forget what yeah. I saw. I don't know if it was YouTube or if it was, uh, you know, a, like a Facebook ad or something. But yeah, um, I would say those, cool. just those like one cut. The, that, yeah. Those made for T some of those made for TV tools really work great for like one thing. But they they do it really well. I mean, it's not in everybody's right. toolbox. I I once I well I was gonna say borrowed, but I stole Derek's um my brother. He had this screw gun, that is a trigger screw gun. Remember that blue one, Dust? So it looks like a gun, but there's a a trigger where you like like almost like you're squeezing a water bottle, a, uh, a some type of spray bottle. Right. Yeah. And every time right. you do it, yeah. it, it's it spins the bit. But it was perfect. Oh, nice. It was. It's great for <laughs> wall stuff because you can get both hands on it and push right. in it and, and just squeeze, and it spins it around right, like yeah. three rotations each squeeze. It was great. I don't know where it is now, but and it was it was good. It was made from really <laughs> really thick. Um, all the pieces. It was really thick metal and like a really heavy duty like quarter inch plastic around everything. It was right. really cool. Yeah. And now I can't find cool. it. Like I've looked. I, I've tried to find it. Irwin it, and or something. Or... I know. I think it was like a yeah. made-for-TV thing. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I know. I, I do remember that. I remember, yeah, it was – that was cool, though. Yeah, just it just enough. You know, it spun it. So you pull the trigger and it spun it. Spun it just enough. Like, I guess I, anything, any toy where you pull the trigger and it spins. Basically right. that same – whatever that mecha- – that, that uh, you know, gear ratio is. So you just, yeah, it's just the heavy Yeah, just enough. I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, and if you do, you know, if you're drilling pilot holes and stuff, I'm sure it work really well. Choo, 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 put those in. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was a, that was a neat tool. But um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know yeah. where we were where we were going with that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I was just thinking about the toy box and the, and the oh, that's bit right, to, that's to, right. To do the corners, yeah, and uh, you know, that's and that's something too. You know, we could do like rounded corners because if you do kerfs on the inside of plywood, you can do something rounded. Might be kind of cool. Yeah, we could do. Like I wonder if we could do, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could know, almost like, like like a roll top. You know, it could have like a rolling yeah. top instead of a, um instead of a, a spring. But even that could be like you you like hit a latch and it goes and it just like slides away. Yeah, be kind of cool too. But even that that's a little bit yeah. that's that's a little bit trickier. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe make it a um a rounded top too, kind of like an old travel chest. You right. could just do that. Yeah. Just have it yeah. shaped like that. Just uh, um, right. Just to have that, so people aren't putting stuff on top of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, anytime like there's a, a flat, chest, you know, like, yeah. Anytime <laughs> there's a flat top yeah. chest, it always gets crap put on it. 
Yeah, exactly. And then you try to get inside. You got to hold everything on top as you're lifting it. Right, right. <laughs> and it, and like one, you said, it, it looks more like a magic treasure chest for a kid. It's it's, it's yeah. a little bit nicer. Yeah, and if we could do something with, like, if we do, even if we don't paint the entire outside, maybe we stain some of it, but maybe we do paint some, like, you know, the the brass corners and stuff. Maybe we could we could paint those in, or we could even buy that hardware and put that in as well. But I'm yeah, if we just did, some like have some real thin, yeah, real thin brass kind of or cool aluminum maybe. or something. Right, maybe Corinne could help us uh, paint it or decorate it or something. It'd be kind of fun have her in the video. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was uh, having that having that forge set up and everything ready. We finished filming. Uh, you know, forged out the spring, which I was, you know, I had that piece. So I had this, this, uh, probably inch and a quarter by I'd say eight inch long piece of uh, carriage spring from like a Pennsylvania Dutch carriage where I got the, the, um, the, uh, the, the post vice from up in, up near Reading PA. <clears throat> and the guy gave me a piece of this, this carriage spring to be able to forge out the spring. Cause it, it was missing the pushback spring. Um, so yeah, so we we forged that out and got that done and all. And then uh, yesterday, I was uh, went down to my shop to I don't know what I was I was going down to do something. And the forge was just there, and my anvil was there, and everything's clean and set up for forging. So I just like fired her back up and threw a. I had a uh, a, a longer knife, one that might have been five inches or so that I had kind of generally forged out um, a while back, maybe a year and a half or two years ago. And it was made from, from a file, from a metal file. And the tang of the file was, you know, where the rat tail tang is like I've done before for other, other knives. Um, but I wanted to do, or I guess it was a hidden tang. It would have been a hidden tang file, but I wanted to do a rat tail tang, um, on a small kind of carving Puko, like Sloyd style Puko knife. Uh, which is just a small kind of carving knife, everyday, you know, use carving, small carving knife. Um, and because I'm making one for Nicole, for my wife, um, and I was, you know, kind of thinking I would like to do one for myself too because she had this idea. We at, first, at first I was just going to make it quick for her with an all-wood handle. My idea was to use Osage Orange for the handle um, and just do it like kind of a real lightweight, you know, easy-to-use, everyday kind of carry knife, um, you know. Uh, hidden tank so I I talked to her about it and then she had these ideas of like had different ideas we were looking at different uh, different pucos and things online and she saw a couple different things that she liked and so we started looking into nicer handle material and so that's going to take some more time actually we got a piece of uh, is it like uh, turquoise um, stabilized curly maple or flamed maple stabilized with turquoise do- uh, dye so this is a really beautiful turqu- turquoise stabilized maple um, and we're waiting for a piece of curly silver birch coming from Russia or Ukraine. I forget where it is, but it's still stuck in customs. Apparently, it's that we ordered that like three and a half weeks ago or so now. <laughs> so we're still waiting. This this one came. One came from. They both came from Eastern Europe. One came pretty quickly. The the stabilized maple came. I got that, and uh, now I'm just waiting on the other <clears throat> on the other piece. But so I'm kind of like in this in between and. It like like most of you know, we've talked about before, Devin and I film a couple of days a week and then the rest of the time I'm doing whatever else in life, you know, and then also down in the shop, usually most days working on other stuff. And, uh, and I'm like itching to make this other little knife for Nicole, which we're not doing on camera. 
Um, so I was like, I just threw the, some steel in the forged and, and forged out a longer tang because I'm going to do a full rat tail tang on this uh, little carving knife for myself. And, uh, yeah, and then reforged the blade, kind of cut it, use the hot cut, cut it off, and reforged it out to a little, maybe it'll, it might be two and three quarters by the end once everything, once it's all done. But still a nice little carving knife. I'm excited. Um, might be kind of fun. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do a, uh, like a traditional Puko style sheath for it. Maybe do that on video. It's kind of wraparound sheath that, you know. Yeah, just to, fits just in. to make a little wooden part for it and all. Might be kind of Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just a, a sheath video. Those do pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of, sorry. Speaking of <laughs> videos and things doing well or not doing well. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> we we discussed. Uh, did we discuss it last week? I don't know if we did or not. We may have. I'm well, sure. anyway, um, <laughs> I was for a long time. We've never put any ads on our videos because we didn't. We felt like we didn't have enough. Uh, subscribers or people watching anyway so we might as well instead of interrupting the video and yep. kind of annoying people we'd rather them kind of get sucked in and stay for the whole thing right. um, and yeah, there's know, obviously what, ads on before and after our videos but not in the middle of you know, we right. just got rid of them took them out so that way there are no ads in the middle of our yeah. videos and, and now I mean yeah. yeah and now if if you let Google it and you know, aka YouTube, place ads. I mean, it's maybe two every ten minutes. That's crazy. So for our average video, thirty to forty-five minutes, it's uh, whatever six uh, two two every yeah. so right, yeah. eight eight to sixteen <clears throat> yeah, right. ads. That's just brutal. Um, it's just crazy. So yeah, we have to switch off those anyway. So so we were thinking, okay. Now we're getting more more views and stuff, and maybe a small percentage of revenue would be worth it. And if we just put one ad in, because it seems like everyone does a crapload of ads, so we're trying to still stay on the light side of ads, whether it's none or like one or maybe two for a 45-minute video, which I don't think is unreasonable. Right. <clears throat> and I don't think we'll make yeah, people yeah, click. Exactly. And I, I don't think that'll make people click off the video. I know it wouldn't make me. I mean, when, when there are a million ads or there's, like, someone just does a 10-minute video and there's three ads, then it does piss you off. Right. But um, anyway, maybe, so... Maybe that's the thing. Uh, like, when I was just thinking, so if... I know you're going to go into it, but if we decide to do this more in the future, maybe as you're editing and when you're doing your wa your last, like, walkthrough, you know, watching it all the way through, maybe, like, timestamp a few spots that would be okay, right? Maybe, like, one or two spots that would work and not... Like there, there are some channels that do the cliffhanger, right? They're like, and we're about to do this, and then, and then there's an ad, you know, and that's yeah. that's part yeah. of entertainment. That's how mm -hmm. TV yeah, has that's always fine. done it, and whatever. Yeah. But you could also do it in the middle of a slower part, where then it doesn't it doesn't annoy people, right? But, yeah. But I wonder what's better, like to not be annoyed because you're just about to see something cool, or just to be like in the middle of a slower part and it just there's an ad and then you keep going and yeah. You know, I mean the cliff uh, yeah. cliffhangers are good because they annoy you, but you do want to see it, so you hang in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I didn't. I don't think you have to, like, purposely make points. There's always, in our videos, there's plenty of spots where a song ends or it's the next right. day, because we never shoot anything in one day. You know, you change outfits. Right. That's a, that's a, or it's a, a cross dissolve. I think that's a good. Right. And that's where I did. I, I placed them on myself, and we did it on ten videos. Oh, right. 
Now, I'll, I'll reveal what Hab Dustin doesn't know. We, we decided to do 28 days, 10 of our videos. We decided to put one ad in 10 of them. To see, right, to see what the difference in revenue would be. Right, right? to see if it's right. any, and to see if it pissed anyone off. Right. Um, so, did you, b- beforehand, did you, like, you look at the last 28 days to see how much yeah. revenue those we did. We did t- the last 28 days revenue and views. And, and then we did, did, and then the current ahead. twenty-eight days revenue and views, right? Is that what you're yeah? To? Okay. Um, gotcha. Now, what we found out, <laughs> I would say, the the main I'll just do the the main finding was that the majority of the videos, even though we're losing views, because right now uh, our our views are going down in general, right. You have ebbs and flows, and we're going down. But most of the videos still going down made more money. So less views, more money. That's what you think would happen with more ads, right? Right, yeah, right. Um, But the thing that throws the statistics off is one of the big videos that I put it on was the the Hickory Flatbow. We have one ad on that. Right, yeah. That, that it had more of you know it, it had less of everything i think but that's also because okay. it's a new video you get that spike of a new video yeah and of it course, went from, uh, yeah. and and it always goes down you're always going to get less and less right so that yeah. that big hunk of money compared to the other ones because we tried to do all our videos ones that had a million views ones that had fifteen thousand views i, I right. tried to spread it out and some would say you know you made eleven dollars last month and some would say more or less right uh, yeah but it seems that it's about a five to ten percent gain. Okay. On even if it's going down, so right. if, if if the views went up at that time, it may be a little more. So I don't know. But then there were some that it didn't work on. <laughs> so it's <laughs> maybe we need more than twenty-eight days. Maybe I, we did do a um a a three-month thing. So maybe maybe we'll just leave these ads in for another two months. Right, and then yeah, and then a, decide if yeah, if it's worth a, it to go back and put an ad right. spot in the middle of each one somewhere. Yeah, and that's that's the thing too. It's like, you know, we have there's a there's a level of integrity that we want to uphold for our videos, right? So that's the reason why we don't want to do ads. We don't want to kind of, you know, cut into the middle of people watching. But so you have this kind of feel that you're like in in the you know you're you're uh, you're lost in the show, right? You're lost in the movie. And you get that feel, right? But, right. but that being said, I mean, unless you're watching a movie, everything else that you're watching or listening to has ads in it. Right? It's just mm-hmm. part of our culture. If it's TV, if it's sports, if it's radio, if it's podcasts, right. if it's YouTube, right. they, everything has ads. The only thing that doesn't have ads is an actual movie, and that's only if you're watching it now. <laughs> doesn't really exist anymore but like movies shown on tv which used to be like every friday night or saturday night there'd be like you know movie night on on network channels but now it does happen occasionally but not all that often but almost everything is is netflix or you know some type of online streaming thing or you're just you know you're renting a movie or you're going to the movies and watch it right and so you get that kind of cinematic effect of being you know hooked into the whole thing i mean yeah you when you give away stuff for free, you have to put ads on it. Obviously, there's the option to uh, upgrade to YouTube Premium where there are no ads. Right. And, uh, and and YouTubers get a little bit of money from that. So 
people can choose. But uh, yeah, I don't know, and it, it might change if we get um, uh, some different, I guess, uh, some word? stats or something so, or whatever. No, or no, like yeah, other advertise. If we get our own, um, right sponsorships or yeah, yeah 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 something like that if we get our own sponsorships then that might change then we might right. not be worried about placing ads and gaining whatever five ten percent revenue right uh yeah, because then we already then then we're interrupting you once already so exactly. then I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll feel yeah. even worse <laughs> at least that way we can put our own ads in and we can try to do it in a way that's interesting yeah you i was watching I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was sorry i was watching one the other day an ad broke up their their ad read <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> this is terrible." Doubling down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, they're so. I will we just skip them anyway. You know, it's like people just skip yeah. them. they understand it's going to be there, and that's the thing. Like we want to, we're trying to like be a certain way for the channel, but it's also just the reality that I would say the ninety nine percent of the people watching aren't going to be annoyed one way or the other. You know, or they may not even realize it. Yeah, like the majority right. of our viewers probably don't even realize it. It is only, and it's funny because when I I have a um a school issued iPad that I use at my house as well as a school issued laptop, so I have two devices, so I can I can do like screen sharing with one, and I can work on the other when I'm doing virtual learning. Um, when I screen share from my iPad to the computer and broadcast that out to the Zoom meet that I'm on with my students, um think i'm pretty sure that i've noticed that there are no ads in the middle of videos that i watch on youtube and maybe that's because it's just the ones i'm doing specifically like i'm doing art videos and illustration videos and maker videos things like that showing my students things so maybe it's just those videos but i've also noticed that occasionally you know the network will be funky from the school or whatever so then i'll, I'll just do it from my phone i'll screen share from my phone and uh and then i always realize like halfway through i'm like there's an ad playing and then I got to skip the ad, but it doesn't do it from my <laughs> iPad. So maybe it's something with their network. So, you know, I notice it, but I didn't notice it until, well, <laughs> I didn't notice it until it was there. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. It wasn't right. there when I throw it from my iPad. Oh, you know, annoying ads. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's funny. You know, it's like, this is almost like just showing a DVD or something in my computer. Go straight to the <laughs> right. Device. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I can uh, tell you the numbers. We don't have to go through those exactly, but it just seemed to maybe make a little difference, and maybe over all the videos, it would be a, a, a good little chunk of money, but I, I think we just need more time with these 10, 10, 10 videos and see, right. see how it goes. It, it might not even be. And then if we start getting other things and other money other ways, then then we won't interrupt it you'll already be annoyed once and i think that's enough per video right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's funny I, you know there are different people who do um ad reads better and worse depending you know how it is like i always like <clears throat> i think alex Steele goes or at least he's he's tr fairly often in the past he's done uh pretty interesting ad reads you know or he'll he'll set something up and and do a funny bit in the middle of his videos, you know, like that's kind of cool. You know? it, yeah, I at think least, at least then you're like you're still interacting with that person, and it's not just an overlay of their screen showing blah blah blah. You know, it's like oh, how about yeah. this or this, and like um, Lara Kampf, her she usually will do like she has sponsorships that are product placement sponsorships, right? So it's like this this company has sent her a bunch of tools, but also pays her a certain amount each 
whatever video to be able to actually show those tools in the video and, and actively use them. So, right. Yeah. It's like product placement. So she'll, she'll kind of do that too. So. Yeah. I mean things. that, that I feel like that's yeah. the dream, um, the dream oh. ad for, for anybody where you can get some tools that you like anyway, and then you can, uh, just say how good they are. Cause you feel that way. You can just right. uh, show, yeah. show them off yeah. Yeah. and you can get, get paid some for it and and have good tools that that's perfect yeah uh, hey, that's the other thing there's different you know we're not going to name names there are different companies that reach out to us for for product placement and for um, sponsorships and stuff like that and, and there are some that have like you know you know they're well known because we've seen them all over the place and they're only offering a certain amount or they're only offering like only to send you some supplies and you know and that's the trade-off i'm like well really but you know if you're sending me say let's say like two hundred dollars worth of supplies right it's going to be on a video and it probably will be on more than one video because i'm going to use it often and you just want to just just send that without any other sponsorship like yeah that's you know and people say that like if someone offered you something for free you're not going to turn it down well but you might you know it it, it depends then i I gotta talk about it or yeah it's yeah it depends what they say some people just say hey i want to send you this thing um you can use it and and give me your feedback. Now, we're more willing to do that, right? Than them asking, "Hey, can you do a review video? Can you like, right? Yeah, like no, we're not going to do a review video for thirty dollars worth of glue, right? Because yeah. we're not interested in doing that, and it's that's, and that's mm. it's just one big one big advertisement, it's right? An entire right. video that's you're getting away, getting and you money. know, you know, yeah, they know what they're doing. They know they're getting away with the cheapest advertisement in the history of media by right. doing that. And, and it's, it's nice that they want to send us stuff and yeah. if they just want to send it and maybe we'll use it or maybe not, that's great. But to do a f- full video for them, it's a little ridiculous. And now having said that, if you want us, we can talk about the, uh, the shop tour video, which oh, I, yeah. that is what maybe the one, video that we ever did kind of a a product review thing with the light with the with the flashlight oh right okay yeah right with the uh seeker 2 and the so yeah i mean it was a year it was probably a year and a half or two years ago and it was still early on and i don't know how many people had sent us free stuff so we did do it Right, and then yeah. after we realized, kind of, I mean, it's nice, and I'm glad they sent it to us, but that's not worth our time, and that's not necessarily what we we want to do. And and we weren't in in the video in the um a shop tour video. We right. you you said you know we're not getting sponsored. We're just doing a review of it and kind of talking about it. Right, but we did show it in a really good light. No pun intended. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even and we even did yeah. like a comparison between that and like a mag light that I had in my truck and it. I mean, they're great. They're great flashlights, but uh, yeah, I think they offered the thing where um, you can do like a link to their right. Yeah, there were there was a link, and then we would get like some kickback from it, and which I don't know. know we never point, e- right. We never even really cashed that out. I mean, it's right. probably who, yeah, knows who knows what it, where that is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that's one of those things. You know, we've had other, and that's that's the difference too, right? Like they, I, I, and I can't remember what the agreement was. It was like, hey, we want to send you this, like. You know, we kind of, it was kind of a, just a, um, almost like just a, a shake of the hand agreement, 
You know, yeah. like, okay, cool. You know, they're going to say, literally, we could have just accepted it and not ever done anything. And there was nothing saying we had to. You know, so right. that was kind of thing. And we've gotten some other stuff from people who have sent some stuff. And some, and some stuff I'm happy to talk about. You know, like, people will say, hey, you know, I want to send this thing. Like, I just posted on Instagram. Um, uh, Josh Dodge, who's at Boston Dodge on Instagram, he, um, he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this kind of axe handle product you know, wax, waxy finished product for axe handles. Can I send you some, you know, I'd like to get your feedback on it. And that was purely it. Like, sure. Sounds good. You know, I, I'm waxing right. and oiling and finishing axe handles and tool handles all the time. So I'm like, I'm happy to happy to receive it and try it out. I'll, I'll put it through those paces and I'll give you an honest review. Uh, you know, that might make it into a video that might may or may not, but that's the thing where they're like, Hey, you know, I'd like you to give you that, give it, give us this like feedback on that. Right. And so that's that- one thing that's different than, you know, wanting to get free advertisement, right? Because, yeah. he, you know, people, there, there's a difference there, right? There's huge companies that have... Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's I guess that's the other thing. You know, it's like bigger companies that send stuff out to people all the time. They're, they're um, I don't know, maybe they don't need, you know, they don't need the, uh, the additional advertisement from smaller, in quotes, uh, you know, YouTube channels, but I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Where I feel like where you're more willing to help a smaller business because they're not as seedy, they're not right. some big company. It's it's just, hey, I'm trying to get this new thing started in a area that we all love, and hey, I've already right. talked to you, and you kind of know me through this or that. Can you yeah. check this out? And I mean, any gift of anything worth five dollars or ten dollars is much more appreciated from someone you know. Or, yeah. or someone you've already talked to. And, you know, there, I mean, there's, there's some angles in this, in YouTube, where people want to send you stuff or shirts or, or gear mm-hmm. or anything. There's always a little bit of an angle like, hey, I hope you use it. I hope you wear it. Yeah. And I, I hope my name spreads because of your exposure. And that's fine for a lot of these small individual people. You're happy to right. do it. But once it's right. like corporations who have the money to do real advertising instead want to do this super cheap version where you know they're getting away with <laughs> with murder with the the a yeah. low amount of money they're trying to give people for for a crazy amount of views it's all new so right. so people don't know how much money to ask for right yeah exactly yeah and but, that's that's yeah. the other thing you know there there and there are like I would say one of the one of the big companies I saw a lot of people were using, and and I'm sure they were sending out supplies to people was Lincoln, Lincoln Electric, doing welders, right? I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of maker videos. People have Lincoln, you know, welders and plasma cutters and whatnot, you know, and that then you're sending something that could cost a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars, right? That's right. the that's that's a reasonable cost for a video that might do really well and, and maybe a couple videos, you know, and, and they're not, you know, and yes, there are co- obviously they, they uh, sponsor different videos. I know Jimmy Duresta does Lincoln sponsored videos all the time. Right. But, um, and he, well, and he's getting a lot more than a thousand dollars for a video. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, and the, the thing is like, of course, if they're sending that, that's a product that is worth the amount of a potential sponsorship. You know, right. you're trying to get somebody who's sending you something that is not necessarily worth that amount, especially at cost price or at like manufacturing price is even less. You know, there's it's yeah. like you said, it's, they're basically getting away with murder by just saying like pandering to people's 
excitement to be reached out to and be like, oh, we like what you're doing. Can we send you some free product and you can show it in your right. videos? And, and, and the message is always a general, we love your videos. And the blah, blah, you know, it's always, they yeah. don't know. They don't really love your videos. They see that. Right. They, they've seen that this video gets this certain amount of number, and they say, okay, look, anyone in this category that gets over 50,000 views, send them this. Yeah, right. And they're going to send out 100, and then three people are going to do it, and then they'll get whatever, 100,000 views for $200, which is right. dirt cheap. Yeah, right, exactly. For the yeah, amount so- of eyes on it. So it's not, it's not necessarily – we're not trying to be greedy. We're just trying – not to get used. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, obviously, I think we would both love to be able to make a living from the channel and mm-hmm. just do that. Of course, like that's that's amazing. Like that's, you know, somewhere in the main goal from starting the channel was, hey, let's start this because it'll be fun and we can get together. We can hang out. We can shoot some videos and we could do it a little bit better than other people. And maybe because of that, we'll make some money. And then maybe because of that, maybe we'll like eventually down the line, we'll get a bunch of views and get a bunch of subscribers. And then maybe maybe years down the line, we can you know live off of it. And who knows? Like those are all possibilities. Right. And but then as you get along further, you know, when you're small, you 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 I feel like you're excited about it and you can be used by those companies. Right. right. So then, you, like you said, you, not that you want to be greedy. You just we just don't want to be used. <laughs> for, for something <laughs> right. that we know where, you know, if we're working with a, a subscriber, you know, or a, um, a sponsor, you know, we know that, what is it, that like 20% of our videos have over 100,000 views. Right. It's not like, you know, we have 150 or 200 videos and 90 of them or, you know, 120 of them have 1,000 views on it, you know. So we know they'll get the views. It's not like we're just trying to get you know we're not trying to get by on people like oh, yeah. you know give us a sponsorship and, and you know you won't make anything so and that's one of the reasons why we keep trying to get i mean keep like refusing single sponsorships and keep refusing low because it's we would rather have you do multiple because you have more of a guarantee to get right. the views you want and again yeah, it's you better could, for you them could, yeah right you could say it's greedy but i'm saying look we might we cannot guarantee a hundred thousand views on every video, but if you sponsor us for six months, we then we can guarantee for sure you'll you'll probably get that type of video or you'll definitely get that many views. Right. But uh, yeah. people don't see it that way. They say, "Look, we need this number for this one, and then maybe they'll work with you for it." But I don't know. Maybe we're I don't know. We'll, we'll so I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's like <clears throat> this, Um, you know, last year, 2020, with the pandemic, and we couldn't really go anywhere or do anything. Like, there were other maker fairs I wanted to go. We want to go to Maker Camp, which we're planning to go to this October. You know, situations and areas where we're with different people who are in this business, where we can actually talk business. Because it's mm. kind of odd, you know, it's weird to try to reach out to somebody you know, like, what are you getting or what are you asking for? You know, because it's, it's, everyone's different, so... Right. You what we do is yeah. we need to sit next to someone, give them a beer, and then after they've drank it, say, what are you getting? Right. <laughs> what are you, well, yeah, how much like, exactly are you yeah, getting did, for 100,000 yeah. views? Right. When did you start? You know, like how much were you asking for at the beginning? What's reasonable? But then, but then you can't just do it from one person because 
unless they know, you know, all the other, they know a bunch of other people and what they're all getting. And there's like some type of standard, you know, it's like, yeah. Knows, and right? because also it, it depends on the situation of each person. If someone is a sing, just one person doing reviews of things on videos and they're super easy to make and they, you know, they can make like two a week. They do right. like an unboxing and then they do a voiceover and it's two hours of editing. Boom. It's up. Right. Yeah. And then if they could get a hundred dollars, which I would tell them not to do, but if they're saying, Hey man, like if I get this extra hundred, I can pull it by a, a tool a month right. with it. Yeah. And that, that'll, right. that'll be like my pocket money. Then y- yes, it is worth you. They're still getting away with not make giving you enough. They're still using you, but, um, right. Uh, what's the, the bill withers, uh, use me. Uh, if 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 she was using you, you'd uh, know the way I felt too. Something like that. Yeah, right. you, can, you can use me up if if you're getting used well. Right. <laughs> yeah, and like you said too, you know, if if your channel, if your if your whole thing is unboxing or you're doing reviews and people are sending you stuff, well, then of course, right? You know that that's what you do, and it's like you said, set up the camera, you do a read through, you open it up, maybe it's got you know, five or six takes or whatever, or five or six clips or 10 clips, 15, whatever. That's not like yeah. our hundreds of clips, you know, for an entire build video. Like we're making, you know, we're doing longer format. And I think that all, that all goes into it, right? That's the whole reason why yeah, we didn't yeah. want to do ads. The reason why we didn't want to, you know, the reason why we do it the way we want is because we wanted to do something different. You know, there are, mm-hmm. there are enough of everything else out there. We wanted to have something that, feels like it's a little bit more refined it's some it's cinematic you know you feel like you're in the place with the person you're in there you're getting close-ups you're getting far out you're you can get kind of locked into the mindset of of being in this space and watching something being made yeah um, and uh, and anything we have to do to, to pull people out of that we try to avoid so we'll see now i'll say now watching this older video I don't think I can claim that it was uh, shot in a cinematic way because I was very critical on watching my work <laughs> of the shop tour. I was thinking so many other ways we could have shot it better, but uh, uh, like, and oh, yeah. also just just going from our new 4K videos with the new camera, yeah. right? Seeing the old camera and all the things about it that were that you just had to deal with, all right. But now watching them, like, oh my god, oh no, like, that's not good. the the auto The auto iris that I had to use because it took it takes too long to change the iris in the menu, so I just didn't have the time. Right. Yeah. You know, I couldn't just set the iris and have it easily changed with a button. Um, so that moving up and down, when it, you know, depending what you shot, I was just, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the shop looks so old. I I don't think. I guess you didn't. Did you did you watch the video or you haven't seen it for a while? The uh, the shop tour. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. No. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Obviously, your shop's a lot different. <laughs> the whole the you know your whole grinder area. We don't have right. the sign. All that's moved. Yeah. You don't have the um, the revolution grinder. You don't have you were right. you were discussing uh, your new. Uh, drill press uh-huh. <laughs> or, right yeah and you were like i'm gonna redo this maybe in future videos right yeah. and uh <laughs> just everything it it looked um a lot different it was funny <laughs> yeah it's that's cool it'd be fun and you know it's, i forget um 
who I heard maybe was talking about it, but uh, someone was saying how another YouTuber, and I can't remember where it was, but they were they were talking about how all of the videos they do are almost like a capturing a moment in time for their grandchildren and then their, you know, and their great grandchildren and great, great grandchildren to be able to mm-hmm. look back and be like, this is what my, you know, my ancestor did. This is what that like captured this moment in time. And I think that is kind of cool. Like you see, you know, and you see that in, in all YouTubers, I mean, anytime someone is capturing their life and, and they have, they go for a couple years of actually showing their life and showing things and and things st- move around them and change and you know you were just we were just mentioning just yesterday the day before that when Corinne goes off to college in you know seven years <laughs> it's like she's eleven right. now so right. like and and I don't see why we wouldn't still be creating videos as long as there's still YouTube to create them for um, right you know we would have to like figure out something for the shop elf. Because she's right. not going to be there anymore. So like have these like right. you know head paper cutouts of cut Corinne out or something. put right. it in the background and hide it in places or something. Do something different because it's it's a part of that. And you know people watch. They'll see her when she was you know as she's growing and, and changing and and uh, you know and and you know me growing and changing from you know 2017 to 2021. You know, that's four years. Of like different size beards and different weights, and you see people get like fat and thin, and you know, and like just it, it not really thin, but you know, <laughs> thinner, thinner than I am now. <laughs> Thinking about fat, it, just... not as fat. <laughs> right you know, exactly. also Howard Brothers, we get we get fat or not as fat. <laughs> uh, I I always, I always say my best weight is uh, an extra large shirt, slim. Slim cut. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that that's, yeah, that's, right, exactly. or or the other term I, I think I stole it from Seth Rogan. Uh no, was it I don't know. The, he said I my best look is fat Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best I'll ever like fat Parks and Rec Chris Pratt is probably the best I'll ever look. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's acceptable. That's 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 okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fat Chris Pratt. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, right. So it's kind of funny. I see over the years things change, and I just uh, I just trimmed my beard yesterday. So it's down. Oh, me to, too. It's like it's like a I don't know two inches shorter than it was. So oh, it's still yeah, yeah. still has some length to it. But you know, my I just my daughter didn't notice it right away, but later she saw me, and I think I've mentioned this before. But whenever I trim my beard from like relatively long to short, she always calls me roundy because my face <laughs> looks rounder. She's like, "Hello, roundy." I'm like, "Shut up, you." Get out Shut of here. Up. Go Long, to... <laughs> stupid face. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Eleven-year-old. Longy. Why don't you go chew some gum? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> Hello, Roundy. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, my wife called me a baby beard. Oh, dang. <laughs> I was like, dang, you shut up. <laughs> hey, baby. Baby, Babies don't have beards. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, she called me baby beard, but um, <laughs> I guess I don't know. Before we, I don't know if we'll wrap it up or not. But I uh, back finally back to um, back to sports work. Mm-hmm. Went in, went down to Camden Yards um, yesterday to go over some meetings, and there's some good things and some bad. Uh, I won't go into those, but I'm just happy to be back there. Um, first thing was first. I haven't had to wear a beard uh, a um a mask, mask long yeah. term right right 
<clears throat> like I was bitching about it. My wife's like, well, she she works at the hospital. <laughs> So she wears the mask <laughs> and the head thing and all you know all the stuff. She's like, "Oh, really? You're you're like upset about wearing a mask." But uh, <laughs> so anyway, I it's it's much trickier with a really long beard because it kind of comes out the bottom and pushes out the sides. So I, I trimmed it enough to right. where I could kind of fit it all into a uh, into a normal side mask that um, Nicole actually made for me. So oh, nice. It, it was nice, got back in, we all went in and tried to figure out spacing, but it's a relatively small control room. Uh, I guess for those who don't know, I, I work different sports, um, freelance, and here in Baltimore, we have the Baltimore Orioles, and that's the team I've worked with longest, uh, and I work at the control room for the big screen, doing replays and highlights, but I haven't been there. I didn't go there at all last year because I had my baby, and uh, obviously the pandemic and you can only have so many people in the control room but it was nice to get back there and i'm excited to get started opening days in two weeks or at least uh orioles opening day is so i'll be happy to get back there and the stadium will be opening at 25 percent capacity so all right did you, you say long. you went in already you went into the mm-hmm. yeah yesterday we all we, okay. we all walked into the control room we went wait, went up to the control room and we usually do a few tests. Uh, we set up all the cameras, set up the gear, do like a mini fake show. Um, right. Roll replays. Everyone gets back into the the groove of their equipment. And we're also trying to figure out, like I said, spacing. We don't necessarily have any plastic dividers up. and right. uh, But but we're working on it. I, I, I won't go any farther to what we're doing. Who knows? Who knows what yeah, could get me course. in trouble. But yeah. <laughs> but it, anyway, I'm just I'm just happy to be back and. and Everyone wear masks. Everyone's safe, and there'll be tests, and we have to fill out the thing. I mean, people know this, right? Who have to go into? I'm learning it all because I've been a bum for the last year, and you know, just just raising a baby. Um, <laughs> but but uh, you know, you, I got to fill this thing out on my phone, and you have to show that to them that you like did a self checkup and right. and everything. Yeah. Like I no longer clock in normally; it's everything's digital. Which uh, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, I guess anytime any anyone, you know, that whole everyone touching different things, you know, everyone or everyone touching the same thing, you know, it's you just try to kind of consider everything. You don't think about that. Yeah, you have to consider everything. It's it's a bit of a pain too because we have a big crew and they're actually cutting down a lot. So you have a lot of the normal people. They've probably cut out. uh, They've cut out a bunch of positions, so it's going to be tricky with trying to get everyone in. And they don't want to move positions too much, but they need to get everybody in. It's going to be. gonna be interesting yeah yeah i was just uh thinking about <clears throat> like the effect that the pandemic has had on my mindset of what what seems normal you know like touching people is abnormal now which is mm. such a shame you know it's like i love to hug people and like give yeah. handshakes and yeah you know like we're, we're taught as like young men to give like a strong handshake you know and look someone <laughs> in the eye like that's how you greet people but there is none right. of that now, you know. It's all just like fist right. bumps or elbow bumps or, uh, and you know. And then now, when I see a show or I see something on TV or a YouTube channel, and someone like hugs someone, I'm like, oh, that must have been post, you know, pre COVID nineteen because that doesn't happen anymore. It's such a weird thing to feel that way to be like, oh man, you know. And who knows how what how people say when things get back to normal, but there is there is no like normal anymore. I mean, it's just yeah, it'll be well, a new I, normal, yeah. I, maybe I, I think it'll get back to because people are ready to do it, 
And with the number, I mean, you bring the numbers down and we'll just take shot. People have shots like they do flu shots. Right. And yeah. I, I think it, people are just going to, people have to, t- humans have to touch. That's just yeah. how it is. Yeah. You have to connect with people. If you don't, it's, it's not good. Um, I was, right. <laughs> I, I don't know if I told this, but <laughs> we went to, uh, our, uh, for our daughter, it was, maybe it was the four month checkup to right. the pediatrician. And she's, you know, she comes in, checks the baby out, and she sits down next to us. And she was talking, and then she made a point and touched my nude knee because I had shorts on. <laughs> yeah, right. Whew, boy, I was flush. <laughs> like, oh, man. Some I was like, oh, interaction. <laughs> I felt like a 1920s, like, movie star, you know, you like about to shine. faint because you've been touched <laughs> on your on your showing, like, a thigh. <laughs> we like, saw that on that's tv crazy rated r <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> that's great that's so funny yeah it's just but uh yeah we just started yeah. i just started um pitching clinic with my daughter because she plays uh softball so when, when with the with the softball when you when we sign up with the rec league they offer a, a free pitching clinic for any of the girls who want to try pitching and my yeah. daughter did it two years ago and it was actually this time last year that she i think we did one or two pitching clinics and then they shut it down because it was like first we we started indoors maybe we did one indoors and then they like stopped for a week and they're like oh we're gonna do it next week we're gonna continue doing it but we're gonna do it outdoors so we did one outdoors and i think that was the last one then they just shut it down completely but we did start this past weekend with pitching clinic again it's just good to you know see things starting back up and you know we're all outside everyone's wearing masks even though we're outside because we're in a we're in a you know fenced in thing with eight or 10 different, you know, pe- parents and daughters pitching and we're all within four or five, six feet of each other. So, um, you know, everyone's safe, but it is, uh, it's kind of nice seeing people again and kind of getting back out there and yeah, know, it's moderate groups and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot, a lot better outside. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot safer no matter right. what you think yeah, about yeah. the situation. I think everyone agrees. Either way, if you're outside, you're, you're usually pretty good. Yeah. You know, unless you're, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of craziness going on, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just thinking back, like, we're, um, my, my wife and I, she's, last week she sent me, or two weeks ago, sent me a link. She, uh, she and I have both been interested in, in back, in, uh, uh, hammock backpacking so actually like taking hammocks and stuff instead of taking a tent to do backpacking and camping and uh and we both we've done it before um a couple of times i sleep really comfortable in a hammock but she's not as comfortable and, and these are pretty tight hammocks they're designed to be relatively tight so that way they are relatively flat so you're not super mm-hmm. you know deep um and uh but so she sent me a, a link for a, a lay flat hammock She's like, I want to get this, you know, I'd like to do more, you know, backpacking and, you know, if we do hammock stuff, we always, our, our issue before was always that we had our dog, um, who loved being out in the woods and loved going backpacking with us and camping and hiking. So we'd always bring her. And, and so for the longest time we didn't do any hammock camping because we wanted to have a tent that we could bring her into at night. Um, right. But now, now she's like too, she's old and she can barely walk as, as you know, if, uh, if anything, and can you know definitely can't do right. any hiking anymore. So, right. um, so we're thinking that would be kind of interesting. And just the idea, like last summer, you know, like states were shutting down their borders to other states. It was crazy. You know, it couldn't like the things that we would normally do. Like we actually ended up, we did do a canoe trip. We did a like a 
a week long canoe trip, which we were going to do up in upstate New York, but the like two weeks before we were going to do it, upstate New York shut their borders to a bunch of different specific states, and Maryland was one of the states. So right at the last minute, we had to find we went down to uh, as uh, Virginia, I mean Southern Virginia, and did a trip down there. But um, you know, it was just like. Rightly so, there were restrictions and everyone was trying to be super careful and there was the breakout happening and all sorts of stuff. But but it is nice that we're like starting to plan some stuff and they're like, oh, it's so nice. Just, you know, the fact that we can go like state to state, that's so crazy that, you know, last year we couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't even go to another state without the fear of like being stopped by the yeah. cops and being sent home. Like, right. You can't come into our state if you're from any other state, you know, or if you're from these states that had these huge, you know, like outbreaks of, of uh, COVID-19. Just it's a weird, weird time. It's still a weird time, but at least it's getting better. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, do you want to, before we wrap it up, I want to talk about the, uh, the, I don't know how much we've gone into what your plans are for the Smithy. And that's what we're doing uh, yeah. this next video. I'm editing the, um, the, uh, the post post slice yeah. right now. And, uh, that's actually, uh, I told Dustin, I'm really having a good time with it. Anytime we do something that's a little bit different, yeah. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy it because, you know, a, a knife or, or an axe stuff. It's not always the most fun to edit because I've already done it a bunch of times. Yeah, you know, you know but, what the parts are. There's the but grinding, we, and there's we, this and this. Right. Yeah. We so this one's different. You're talking about different stuff. We we actually went somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Went and I got all that footage, which is really cool and looks great. And he had this nice. old, uh, this old busted up. Um, I don't know, some type of uh, old car. You know, you see that you know that rusted one to the right when we walk over. Oh was, yeah, did you see yeah. that? Yeah, it was like I got a bunch of footage of that. It looks great. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna cut nice. it in, <laughs> That's but awesome. uh, I'm gonna find a way because because I, I like re I leaned in and got all the old knobs and steering wheel. You know, it's it's an old uh, whatever 40s, um, a nice old 40s car, but all or rusted a Buick out or something. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I'm just excited <laughs> to do that. But uh, so Slaysman Forge, shooting. yeah, who we uh, yeah Slays cool. yeah. Yep. Yeah, who was one of uh, my one of my recommendations in the past? It's kind of cool. So, yeah, so working on that. Yeah, I, 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 that's gonna be cool, and I, I definitely can understand when I do a new thing like that. When I make a new thing that I haven't done before, there's the stress of trying to do something new and learning it, but it's also different. You know, it's like, oh, this is a cool yeah. thing. Like, yeah. let's do this next thing. You know, like doing the herringbone <laughs> uh, top for the sewing machine to like, make that little table. Like that was fun to cut all those pieces and glue it all together. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so uh, the the smithy um, that that will be the next project, and hopefully next all next week we'll be working on that because I'm going to try to finish that this up it comes out Friday. Hopefully by Sunday, I'll have the uh, the, the, the post slice out. Yeah, but um, yeah. so we're gonna nice. What what exactly are you gonna? What's our steps? How about that? Day one, we got to clear the land. We got to clear all that stuff on the yeah. side. Yeah, so that's the plan. We got to clear. We got to clear the land because there's there's a big privet bush that's right there. It's pretty pretty hefty bush. So I'm gonna have to cut that down. I thought it'd be fun. You know, I can bring a couple axes and cut some stuff down with axes, and then saw and you know get it all close to the ground as close as possible. Um, fortunately, where that is, it's in the lowest spot. So um, when I level the rest of the ground it will be it'll be partially covered by some ground right because i'm not going to bring everything down to the lowest spot i'm going to kind of uh you know bring that part up and then bring some of the part in the back down 
so it kind of levels it right. out. So that's right. the first thing. Level the ground. We got to do that. Clear out everything that's back there, which is and that, just the bushes and stuff. It's not a ton. And, and with, you know. with that bush, we don't necessarily have to pull it all out and get the roots out because it, it levels out there. But also, if there is a little something, you throw that throw that uh, table on it over top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. So that's so yeah that's the idea you know we'll, we'll clear it all out and then once it's clear, uh, then it's um, building I guess putting in some type of footers. Now my idea was to do something a little bit less permanent for footers because this house that I live at I rent I'm renting long term you know there's not not really an agreement but we've been here for quite a few years and there's no reason why we shouldn't be here for a bunch more years so i can build i can build this thing but i also don't want it to be so permanent because it's not my land you know so right if they do say hey you got to take that down we can you can take it down in a day right exactly and and you know even if we put in like dug three foot holes with concrete footers and put in you know four by fours and whatnot obviously you just cut that down as well cut it to the ground and take the smithy down it's just going to be uh, four posts and a roof, you know, so it's not, yeah. it's not super, super complicated, but I'm also trying to think of something that we could do because back where we're doing it, it's also where the pipes come out of our, out of my shop, out of the basement to the well. So I want to be careful about, you know, whatever I'm, anything I'm doing back there, I just have to be careful that I'm not going down too deep or I'm not like possibly hitting something too that I don't deep. want to hit. So, so I right. might do, I might do kind of small footers, you know, maybe, Maybe I'll pour, like, I'll do some, like, cardboard tubes and go down a foot, and that way they can be underground a foot and above the ground, you know, a foot or so. So it's like a two-foot by 10-inch cardboard tube footer, right? That's going to be some decent amount of weight, maybe 50 pounds, 100 pounds, something like that. Um, so do something like that for the four for the four posts, get those up and vertical, and then uh, and then just do supports and get a roof up. We uh, We already filmed the intro, which was getting a bunch of steel, uh, like, um, garage or, or, uh, barn roof, you know, roofing material from your in-laws. So that was, yeah, that was really generous of them. So they had some leftover and, stuff of which we're happy to, uh, take and repurpose. And, and that, that's going to be funny because by the time we get this video done, it, I mean, it's spring already and <laughs> you're, 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 you're <laughs> shoveling out the, the all snow. the roof bits, all the aluminum from the snow. So. Right, yeah, and getting cutting and getting out of the snow, yeah. Right. I mean, we're not too far out. What are we like four? What was that like three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? That was like a month or two. Yeah, uh, I'm dying. I'm dying to get this smithy <laughs> done so I can get everything outside because my shop is just getting more and more cramped. I have some Whoa. some like four by eight sheet, uh, sheets of plywood that you know I'm gonna have for roofing and yeah, so. Well, yeah, we'll that, that's done and that's the next video for sure. So yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that because I have, I have a, um, a a new anvil that I got um, in the in the community around here. I reached out and someone was generous and reached out to me and said they had one, and we come up came you know up with a deal and I bought it from them. So I have that. That's about a 200 and I would say 250 to 275 pound anvil, uh, mm. sawmaker's anvil. So I've got that. I have the new um, Akio or Achayo. Uh, you know, the, the Chinese or Italian made super cheap anvil that has kind of been on YouTube all around the place. Uh, Christ Centered Ironworks has done a whole bunch of videos on the 66 pound one. I got the 130 pound one, um, which 
I'm super happy with so far. I just used it on this forge build, the build when we were actually building out the um, the post device, the spring for it. I used it then, and then I used it to forge out this little blade, and it's I'm super super happy with it compared to the the you know 50 pound Harbor Freight cast iron anvil this one is like <laughs> right. a thousand times better and i'm sure right. once i get you know once the other one's working as well which i didn't bring down the shop because it's just too heavy uh yeah so that's that's outside undercover waiting to have its kind of permanent home under the smithy so yeah so i'll have that that new anvil i've got the the new achayo anvil i have a um maybe an eight inch round by six inch tall you know eight inch by six inch tall round piece of steel that i also got from the guy um and that's going to be, you know, I'll have that somewhere. So that'll be another striking surface plus um, a maybe two inch thick by 10 inch by 20 inch piece of steel thing that came from a scrap shop up in Pennsylvania um, that I want to kind of clean up and surface some and get it onto a base. That way I can use that as a striking anvil surface. Mm. Um, so once I get that and then I'll have the forge there. Uh, and the, the post vice will be attached, hopefully attached to another you know, thinking about building, welding some type of frame thing together to hold both that striking anvil and the post device. So that way, you know, the, the striking anvil can hold, have some weight for the post vice. And what, what's, uh, yeah, what's the, uh, what's the post going to uh, land on? Uh, I'll do, I'll do a, a brace across. So what I'm thinking is I'll do a, maybe a three legged, so if you imagine, okay, so there's the rectangle of the striking anvil, right? That that'll probably frame in with some um, some uh, what's it called a uh, corner bracket or whatever. Um, what's what I'm trying to think of the I can't think of the name of the steel off the top of my head. The just the like the corner steel, you know, the um, not square stock but whatever corner stock. So I'll I'll have right. that. I'll I'll make a frame so it'll sit down in that. And then that will have ideally a single leg on one end of it that goes down and then two legs on the other end. So it's a tripod and that's holding together. And then uh, attached to that, I have a pipe. I think it's maybe a four or five inch pipe with a square on top and bottom that the post vise will be attached to. So that the top of the post vise will be attached to the top of that and the bottom a weld on a plate or a bracket coming out of the bottom of that. So that way it'll sit down on that. It'll have its own metal piece that's sitting on that. That way depending it doesn't really matter if it's on the ground or whatever that that part will be on the ground but it can kind of go wherever but it'll be it'll be sitting down on that thing specifically gotcha so yeah because that's i all guess right. that's the idea right that that post goes down and you have it something solid on the ground so you're you have all that uh support below the place, right so it's just hanging there it's kind of <laughs> yeah that's besides the point right it's yeah. just a tripping hazard yeah so so yeah i'll have plenty of surfaces and now I just need tongs, man. I was just like struggling with holding on to the tang of this knife. Just broke my uh, knife maker's tongs the other day trying to just tune them up a little bit without putting them in the forge. And yeah, yeah. I realize I'm 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 uh, I'm tong poor right now. <laughs> I got tong a bunch poor. of hammers. I got hammers. I have I have logs to put stuff <laughs> on. I've got anvils. I have my little forge, you know. And I'm tong poor. <laughs> tong well, ball. you might you might have to. Uh, go up and visit uh, Slaysman's Forge. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll uh, yeah, maybe he'll give you a cool. tong. I mean that that's a perfect, uh, uh, you know, learning how to use the the, the different yeah, things he absolutely. has to help because he uh, he's got a a whole nice rack of tongs. 
Yeah, it does. Yeah, like any you know, like any blacksmith, and I've heard that from other mm-hmm. people too. It's like for each project, you almost make a new set of tongs for each project because you know you have to. <laughs> that's the um, it's the what they said the, the holy trinity of blacksmithing. You have your hammer, and you have your tongs which hold whatever your piece is, and your anvil. Those three things: anvil, hammer, piece. But your your piece has to be held by something, right? So like if you don't, you shouldn't you shouldn't be worrying about how you're holding on to the piece. You should be able to just hold on to the piece securely, so that way you can get you can gain all the time out of each heat. So once you get it that hot piece of steel to the anvil, you can focus on hammering, right? Obviously, if then move it around, do what you need to do. But man, I would say at least at least fifty percent of the time, if not more, was me rearranging the tongs to hold them the right way or adjust them because they were sliding and not holding right and. <laughs> yeah, yeah i well, was like yeah, it took it took me way way longer than it should have to just to form just to like you know forge out a little blade but but that's all practice right <laughs> yeah like, i haven't done a so, ton of ni- forged knives so so the next uh the next step is get that up and then uh once the channel and the podcast blows up as big as uh the joe rogan podcast yep then yeah. then we then we build a <laughs> we build out our our shop, our shop and our offices, and then we have a timber framed um, uh, smithy next to it, and that that's it. That's that's a dream. That's it. Yep, <laughs> everything is there. Everything we want the shop that's big enough to do whatever we want to do, and offices are attached. And you got your dust room, and you got your clean room, and your leather room, and. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little, a little shipping room to be able to send editing stuff editing suite or... slash bar upstairs. Yeah. It's going to be great. All right, exactly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> podcast booth. You know, we could film the you know record the podcast in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> have a little uh, uh, couple, maybe like a couple bunk bed areas. You know, we could have some uh, some some hammer ins or some maker camp stuff. A long night. <laughs> yeah, oh, a yeah, long night. Great, fire huh? pit outside. Oh. Now, we'll now we're there. talking. We'll just like we'll just yeah, kind of like. Do what Jimmy Duresta does. <laughs> that's the go. He's he's got he's that's why he's called the Godfather of Make because <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he's kind of he reached that plateau of like doing doing what the rest of us are aiming to do. Uh, yeah, I I would love to have a. I mean, we talked about before, like a makery fest. But also, if if that's if that's not possible, we'll just do uh even well we'll think about it. But that that'd be cool just to have an art of craftsmanship thing somewhere. Yeah. And we we could definitely like rent out a spot, and then just have yeah. people come. Even if it's ten people, right. it, I think I think that'd be cool. Especially now, it's been so long; no one's getting together. Once we can, I, I just think we should do it. And, and uh, yeah, it w- it won't be much. We'll just be able to get together with people because that's what's yeah, uh, missing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even if we just do like a, you know. I don't know, maybe organize something at a campground. Like, you know, they have the big open fields at campgrounds where, like, youth groups and big groups of, yeah. you know, Boy Scouts and go and it, right. to rent out a field and have people, like, hey, bring your tents. We'll have a big right. fire. You know, like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll supply, the other craftsmanship will supply the whole dinner for the evening. You know, right. we'll, we'll get, like, three kegs or something and <laughs> just have yeah. a big party. Just, like, you know, and, you know, there other other people have done that and stuff in the past, but, you know. We want to do something. That'd be you know, great. Be fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would love to rent. Yeah, you know, just rent a loop. Say, look, we got, we got twenty five, twenty five spots. Yeah. And first come, first serve. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Once it's, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Woodstock. It'll be like people driving in, parking on the road, gambling <laughs> with other people. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Close, um, man. <laughs> New York State Thruway. <laughs> um. 
The one last thing uh, I wanted to say was the uh, the mallards, Dustin. Ah, you, yeah. You, you said in that video that that's going to be oh, a video we're right. going to do soon, and huh. we're going to paint these mallards. Okay, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. You know, that's could be an easy one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it seems like it'd be something that couldn't take too. It shouldn't take too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just mix it up. It's always fun to do something different. You know, and we know. You know, by this point, we know which videos are going to do really well, and which ones are not. And then there's always those outliers that you know do really well like the yeah. chinese sewing machine who would have known you know how well that would do yeah but, uh, <laughs> so you never know painting painting mallards would, might might do okay but antique yeah. mallards yeah exactly do a little like uh photo shoot at the end i can be like in the pond and they're like floating out there and I got, like, <laughs> my my rifle and like s- like seaweed and stuff on my head bring my my shotgun out like, don't you shoot the nice uh wooden mallards <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good ending <laughs> You're not I supposed to hunt the, the decoys. <laughs> I'll hunt the two ducks that come and live in our pond, our neighbor's pond every year. <laughs> ah, suckers. Bah. I got them. <laughs> came back every year. They were just asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, you have any uh, recommendations for this week, Dev? Yeah. Uh, do yours first. Let me pull mine up. All right, so uh, my recommendation is a uh, Instagram uh, account, and it's uh, his the account is Stump Town Axes, like S T U M P, Stump Town Axes. Um, he just he's a you know an axe lover and and uh, restores some some beautiful axes. I'm sure he sells some stuff too. He's got uh, and he has a YouTube channel as well. Um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen his YouTube channel, but I've been kind of following him. Um, Just beautiful axe work, you know, custom handles, restoring heads, putting work up, selling things, and just uh, really, really nice work. So um, you can follow him on Instagram at uh, Stumptown Axes, all one word. And he's out in Whitefish, Montana. All right. Uh, I wanted to, I guess it's a... uh recommendation youtube search tip okay um look up 4k 50 sps colorized or 4k 60 fps colorized that's just obviously that's the resolution and the frames per second and colorized just means that they've colorized it they've they've painted each frame to colorize old black and white footage um peter jackson did this on you said he uh, did a 50 or 50 or 60 yeah it depends people seem to 60 seems to be the the sweet spot that everyone wants now for like realistic uh footage of people walking around right it's kind of what video looks like kind of what a a, like a a news broadcast looks like you know what i mean there's no right uh slowdown it looks like what your eye would see um so just search those videos and people they upscale them and they colorize them and they make these videos look really good and really it goes from this old-timey off-speed video to something that looks modern there's a great one of the Hindenburg of the Zeppelin you know yeah yeah right we've all seen that footage but when they clean it up and they blow it up and they sharpen it up man it's, it's amazing and and to see it uh flying around and and you know over new york and stuff and then it blowing up it's really intense and then they have a bunch of world war ii stuff and uh like i said peter jackson did a whole documentary on 
he colorized and did all that to uh, World War One footage, which is really cool. But if you just want to search that, it'll, it'll come up with all types of videos that look really cool. Old uh, 20s, 30s, 40s uh, film that it just makes it look modern. It's, uh, it's it's really cool. Nice. Right on. Awesome. So yeah, I'll, if uh, I will, I'll, obviously those recommendations, I always put my recommendations, our recommendations into the show notes. So if you're interested and you want to go back and check that out, it'll be there in the show notes. Well, that's yeah. it, folks. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're try we're, we're thinking about getting more people on. We, we obviously always do mix up different guests. And so we're kind of planning a few different people, a few like friends of mine who are artists who are working in different places or we have, uh, you know, different family members that are makers and then other makers out there that we love and have kind of reached out to and are kind of figuring some stuff out. So, you know, we always try to mix in some, some stuff about the videos, what we like to talk about, then also kind of mix in some, uh, some, some viewers and guests as well, just to kind of uh, mix it up and keep it exciting and interesting. So we'd also always love to uh, hear any of your feedback on the podcast. If you have any, any uh, information about anything we talked about, like uh, what did we, we were talking about something today that we asked for people to inform us about. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> you can always, uh, you can always reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, you can DM on Instagram uh, at the art of craftsmanship or at the art of camera guy. Uh, you can send us an email to the art of craftsmanship at gmail.com and uh, definitely check out our YouTube channel, the art of craftsmanship on YouTube. You can uh, follow us or you can support us on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Um, and that's uh, the art of craftsmanship on Patreon. That's it folks. Uh, we appreciate everything you've done for us and what you've done for our channel and the podcast. It's a blast. Yeah. And uh, that's it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next time.